1: what is up everybody welcome into another edition of Tide Talk Live Stacy Blackwood joined as always by my good buddy Jake Thomas Jake how are you doing brother man
0: Stacy, I'm doing great um still enjoying the the dad life you know it's you know it's just it's just amazing you know uh and all the parents out there know how it is to be to be a new parent to be a parent period but man it's It's fun. Yeah, there's a lot of less sleep now, but I wouldn't trade it for nothing for sure. And I'm sure you agree with me on that as well, Stacey, being the dad.
1: No doubt about it. There's nothing like it. Bob, good to have you on Roll Tide Roll. Roll Tide, If you are in the chat, give us a Roll Tide. Tell us where you're watching us from and hit us up with any questions or comments or concerns that you might have. Uh, Jake, I guess before we get started, got to do the, the, the usual. Please do like, share and subscribe to our channel here on YouTube. We're also free and available wherever you find your podcast, as well. Uh, part of the Believe Network. Excited to be a, a part of Believe here in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to a great year there. Um, Jake, we're just going to be kind of bouncing back and forth, obviously, whatever the, the chat has to say or wants to talk about. But uh, we do have a couple topics. Obviously, we're going to talk about Alabama football. But I want to start with this with Nate Oates and this Alabama men's basketball team, Jake, and, and just really commend Nate Oates for the job that he's done. I mean, if you put things in context, you you could make the argument that last year's Alabama men's basketball team is the best team this program has ever had. Mm -hmm. You have multiple first-round picks. The number two overall pick, Brandon Miller, uh, goes to the Hornets. Thank God. Yeah, and you're (laughs) you're replacing – you basically have a whole new roster Mm -hmm. aside from a couple pieces. You have a whole new coaching staff. And, and here they are three weeks into the SEC season, and they're sitting atop the SEC standings. Just an unbelievable job by Nate Oates. Look, the defense needs to get better. There's no question about it. He'll be the first guy to tell you that. But the fact that this team has is somehow better offensively, despite losing SEC Player of the Year, despite losing a first-round pick in Noah Clowney, despite the, unsu- the, the sudden departure of Charles Bediaco to the NBA draft, I mean, good grief. What a job done by Nate Oates.
0: Yes, that's you. you got to think, you know, like you said, he had to assemble as a whole new coaching staff. You know, I mean, what he did and he was able to continue recruiting at a high level without those assistant coaches. I mean, it, it was incredible. What what a what a blessing it is it is to have Nate Oates at Alabama. And, you know, we've been keep we keep saying and we keep saying it. We've got to get that arena built for him. Uh, and I think eventually we're going to get it built. But, uh, but yeah, man, th- this team, you know, I, I, let me give credit where credit's due. Mark, Mark Sears is playing out of his mind right now. And another yeah. guy that has really picked up the last three to four weeks, maybe the last month, is Rollin Griffin. He has come on strong. Uh, I forgot what game it was the other day I was watching. I mean, he was hitting every three-pointer there was to make, and there was people in his face. So if he can continue shooting like that, and Mark Sears continue playing at a high level, even though our defense, like you said, we got to get a little bit better. We're going to go far because I mean, we put up six times record program record six times. We put up over hundred points in the game. So, yeah, I mean, unbelievable. This, team is, this team is fun to watch.
1: Yeah, and and look, I think Mark Sears needs some national recognition, Jake. I mean, this in conference play, he's averaging twenty points a game four rebounds and four assists. God. I mean, he, you can make an argument outside of the, the the dude from Tennessee who's just lighting it up right now, uh, <laughs> Dalton Connect. Uh, yeah. He's SEC Player of the Year. Him and him and uh, Jani Broome from Auburn also is in that conversation. But, mm-hmm. you know, Grant Nelson I thought has stepped up lately. Rylan Griffin, Latrell Wrightsell, yeah. Jr. I mean, e- even guys like Muhammad Body, who is finding a role on this team, uh, is getting better and better. And, and 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 last game against LSU, you saw a guy like Davin Cosby come off the bench, get three rebounds, three points, and very limited minutes. So this team is deep. I still don't think they've played their best game yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense is still not there. I'm not sure they'll ever be elite defensively, but I do think they can get better. Uh, they just struggle to protect the paint because they don't have a true big. Right. And so uh, they're doing the best they can in that department. But, uh, just an unbelievable job by Nate Oates to, with all the turnover, not just on the roster, but in the coaching staff as well. The fact that, you know, you're three weeks into the SEC season and you're six and one in conference play, you know, the next two games are very winnable on the road at Georgia home for Mississippi state. You win those two games or, or even split them. You're seven and two, right. you know, halfway through the SEC slate. So uh, just, just a great job by Nate Oates and company there in Tuscaloosa.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. And, uh, I saw. I think. uh Oh, uh, Joe L- Lundenberg, He put his. Uh, Lenardi. L- Joe Lenardi. Where would I get Lugenburd at? Anyway, sleep deprived. You know, sleep <laughs> deprivation. But anyway, um, Alabama. He's got Alabama as a, as a three seed right now in, in mm-hmm. the tournament, and that is crazy to think that there is four losses for top tier teams, four or five losses top tier teams. Uh, you know, early in the season, and I think if we went back and played that schedule now. We'll probably split that or maybe even only lose one of those games. So, you know, this team has has come around offensively. If they get their defense going, man, this team's gonna be gonna be tough. And Nateos always has them playing hard right at the SEC tournament time and, mm-hmm. and leading into the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right, guys. Hey, jump in the chat, let us know your thoughts and comments on, on the Crimson Tide basketball team. We're fisting to jump into some football talk. Uh, we're only going to be live for about 30 minutes tonight. Jake's got a new baby. Uh, he's got a lot of duties right now, so we uh, yeah. don't want to keep him out too late. But uh, let him get as much sleep as he possibly can yeah. and when he can. But uh, yeah. I do want to talk some some football real quick. And just on the recruiting uh, standpoint, On3 updated their their rankings today. And, and Alabama's got several five-star commits. Of course, that's led by Ryan Williams, the, the right. number eight overall player. Uh, in, in the class, and, and just keep just keep in mind, he's only 16 years old. He won't be 17 until until February. He's he's reclassified. He's a whole year behind some of these guys. So the fact that a 16 year old is the number eight overall player in the country is just phenomenal. And the fact that Coach DeBoer was able to get him back uh, in in this class is just uh, just great work by him. Uh, and then uh, one of the biggest risers is Zay Mincy, Jake, the defensive back from from Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, moved up to number 17 overall in the on three rankings of the number two cornerback in the country, a guy that can play just about anywhere in the back end of that defense. And that's something that this, this Alabama team needs with all the departures, whether it's, you know, to the draft or to the transfer portal. So Zay Mincy is one of those guys who, you know, maybe wasn't talked about throughout the recruiting process, but you look up, uh, you know, here as, as signing day draws closer and he's one of the best players in this entire class for Alabama. So, uh the fact that they were able to get him and hold on to him after the coaching change is going to prove to be really critical for Alabama in 2024.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Stacy. Going back uh first to Ryan Williams, you know, he's a guy that can come in and be a starter day one on, you know, he's just got that type of talent and uh and the speed that he he possesses is is, is amazing. To, so he can be a day one starter. Uh Mincy And a lot of these other guys as well that's coming in uh, in the 2024 class uh, defensive backs. You know, I don't know if if anyone will will start per se starting out, but I I feel like they're gonna get a lot of playing time because we're just gonna be we're gonna be a lot of experience or a lot of a lot of great talent, but little experience. You know, in that defensive back. So I I feel like a lot of guys is going to get get a lot of playing time this season. And uh, man. That 2024, we talked about it before, that 2024 defensive back class is outstanding for sure.
1: Yeah. And, and just kind of piggybacking off of that, Jake, Jalen Mbakwe mm-hmm. is another five star, number 31 overall player in this class. Uh, one of the, I mean, to me, he might be the pound for pound, the best athlete in this entire class. He's he's certainly up there among the elite. Uh, a guy who's, he loves Alabama, Jake. He, he was yeah. heavily involved in, in getting Ron Williams to, to recommit to the Crimson Tide. So, Excited to have Mbakwe a part of this class. And, uh, you know, you look at a guy that's 5'11", you know, 170, 180 pounds. uh, Maybe isn't quite ready physically, Mm -hmm. but from an athletic standpoint, it doesn't get much better than Jalen Mbakwe. So excited to have him, excuse me, a part of that defensive back class as well. And another guy who rose in the rankings to on three, he's the number one tight end according to those guys, Caleb Oldham, the number 30 overall player, Jake. A a guy who – is really one of the more interesting prospects in this class, in my opinion, especially in terms of Alabama. You know, Alabama loses Amari Nye Black to Texas uh, via the portal, so the the signing of Caleb Odom becomes that much more important with with Amari Nye Black's departure. So, you know, kind of what are you anticipating for for Odom uh, in his true freshman season?
0: I expect he sees his field a good bit, and and I expect him to to live up to those expectations. Um well it might not be early on because he's got to get adjusted to to the speed of the SEC play and all that. But I feel like he's going to be one of the next great tight ends come through Alabama. And I also want to say, talking about the coaching staff, what Kevin DeBoer has done to keep these guys, you know, locked into Alabama, really says a lot about about him and what what the coaching staff has done in his short time in Alabama. So you yeah. know, if people still have some some doubts about about Kevin DeBoer, man, I, I don't because he's he's able he was able to come in when when there's a lot of frustrations i guess and a lot of a lot of doubt but he's able to keep some big pieces with this recruiting staff and, and this recruiting uh class now let's see what he can do in 2025 recruiting and starting mm-hmm. building his players into in this system and see what so we can do but still the talent down there in alabama
1: i don't think he's gonna have any problems winning a bunch of games this year yeah no as far as odom goes mm-hmm. uh you know, I think I think if as a true freshman, and this is this is lofty expectations for a true freshman, especially at tight end when he's really just right now at this point in his career, uh, just a, an oversized wide receiver. He, right. he hasn't had to play a lot of inline line tight end at high school. The physicality part of the game is going to be new to him, especially at the level of SEC play that Album is at. So that part's going to be new to him. But from a production standpoint in the passing game, do you think it would be too much for Alabama fans to ask to duplicate what Amari Nablack did this last season for Alabama? And, and and while you while you ponder on that, I want to bring up his stats real quick, Amari's stats yeah. for from from this past season and just see if that's even a possibility.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I I don't doubt it. I'm not sure I didn't get to watch a lot of Washington games this year. I'm not sure how much they utilize the tight ends, but but, you know, when you got a top of talent like Caleb Odom, you, you're going to use him in, in some aspect of your offense. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm really interested to see how this offensive, you know, staff is going to, going to handle the players we got. I really think uh-huh. we're going to be very, 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 very clean and very, very, you know, punctual on, on the offensive side of the ball this year. And I really expect, um, you know, guys to have kind of like a, a really big season. Uh, especially in, in the passing game, like some wide receivers, uh, to to have really big numbers this this upcoming year. And Caleb Odom, I'm not sure what Amari Nabbat did, but I feel like he can almost, if not duplicate what what he did this past season.
1: Let me ask you, how many catches do you think Nabbat had this year? Uh, fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Wow! He had twenty catches. Oh wow! Yeah, Odom 20 catches like for three hundred twenty-seven yards, four touchdowns for for an average of sixteen point four yards per catch. So look, yeah. if if Odom can put up those type of numbers as a true freshman, that that would say a lot about his ability moving forward in in the program. So that's uh that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Bob Bob has something. He says I saw that the over under for us is nine and a half wins next year. What do you guys think? I'm spoiled and biased, but I mm-hmm. have to believe that we can get to ten wins. I, I'm 100 yeah. percent with you. Me and Jake said that that kind of been saying all along that ten and two is probably to me. I don't want to say at worst ten and two for Alabama this year, but I would be shocked if they were not ten or ten and two or better in 2024. Yeah, absolutely. even even with that schedule, Jake, that schedule is brutal, but. Oh. Uh, that, no, that November schedule is awful. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I just I, – but I, I'm with you, Bob. I just don't see mm-hmm. – I don't see them not going at least 10-2. and two.
0: Yeah, I agree, Bob. I, I think Alabama can – you know, I feel like that's a floor for this team is is 10-2, and two, and then, of course, it's still going to be undefeated and get in the college football playoff, which I think a 10-win 10, 10 Alabama team is going to get in the college football playoff anyway with with the 12-team playoff this come, coming year too.
1: Right, I mean, obviously, it would depend on who those two losses were to, but you got to assume if if they're going to drop two and win ten, that those two losses would become the really good opponents. So that that that's that's all important. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm with you, Jake. I, I I see them making the college football playoff, ten and two. I, I don't want to say at worst, but I would be shocked if they were anything worse than ten and two in, in 2024. So great mm-hmm. question, Bob. It, but and yeah. a lot of that's going to have to do with what we see this spring, Jake. I mean, right. And then what happens in the portal post spring? So there's so much that's going to change with this roster between now and when you know the end of August rolls around. The season's getting kicked off against Western Kentucky.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and we've talked about it before, Stacy, uh, just a few weeks ago. But Ken DeBoer has got a huge game in third game of the season. So I feel like we'll see a a lot of game f- fourth, the fourth game. game fourth game. So we'll see a lot about this team. Uh by the fourth game, your offense is usually starting to click a little bit. Your defense is pretty much set. So we'll see what, what they can do against Georgia, who uh of course is is probably gonna, gonna be really a really tough out again, uh, like they always are under Kirby Smart.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And I, I wanna say this. I, I got a I got a friend who's a Georgia fan, and he on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it the other day. Compared the hire of the Atlanta Falcons to the hire of Alabama. when wow. When the guy who the Falcons hired has lost 65% of his games as a head coach. <laughs> oh, my And gosh. when Alabama is... hires a guy who has won, you know, what, 80%, 80% yeah. of his games as a head coach. Right. First of all, the, they're two totally different sports. Yeah, There's they a, are. The, the pro game and the college game are two totally different games. Mm-hmm. One coach has won eighty percent of his games. Mm-hmm. One coach has lost sixty-five percent of his games. Yeah, so to say they're both B plus hires is completely laughable. the The fact that you're even comparing the two right. is completely laughable. Mm-hmm. And and I brought that up, never got a response on on X. Yeah, sounds about right. But uh, so so all these Georgia fans who are laughing their way right now i mean they laugh when when we lost caleb downs and because they thought they were getting him and they didn't so right. i mean I <laughs> don't know what you're laughing about you don't have him either i mean we have just as much of caleb downs this year as you do right so zero. <laughs> what are you laughing about
0: right and so, you know I, raheem morris he, he went four and seven his interim you know as the interim coach for the falcons a few years ago so yeah i mean I'm, I'm sorry. Kevin I'm not saying
1: Raheem Morris is a right. bad hire either. Yeah. I'm just saying, why are you yeah. even comparing to the two?
0: Kevin DeVore has never had a losing season.
1: Yeah, <laughs> never.
0: Never. Kobe uh, year, he went three and three. That's it. Yeah,
1: yeah. At <laughs> Fresno State, I mean, yeah, I, in California. I mean, I'm not trying to get political here, but I guarantee you most of those kids didn't want to play. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, mm. it's just the fact.
0: Right, exactly. So, I, I I'm still behind Kane the board 100. I love the hire. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I mean, I mean, guys, it, even outside of Alabama program, you really think Nick Saban was was going to leave Alabama in, in a bad, you know, with a bad hire and not being part of the process? I, I'm sorry. I mean, he built this program up to where it is. He wasn't going to leave it in a bad hand. So I feel well, like the board is the best, the best
1: hire. Well, and people keep talking about all the losses in the Portland. First of all, outside of Caleb Downs, Mm -hmm. I mean, is there any loss that was just completely detrimental? I mean, everybody in their mama wanted Caden Proctor benched. Right. All season. (laughs) So, Isaiah Bond, I mean, look, he's a really good player. Mm -hmm. But he's not uh, a a player that can't be replaced. Right. I I mean, so – and then the rest of the guys are guys who wasn't really playing anyway. Yeah. I, still, top to bottom, Alabama's roster is right up there with Ohio State, with Georgia, with the elite programs in the country. They're top. I think there's roughly eighty scholarship players right now at, at Alabama. Those eighty guys are just as good as what Ohio State, uh, Georgia, who else? Oregon, I, mm-hmm. whoever the elite programs are right now, their their scholarship guys are just as good. There's right. there's not any kind of drop off.
0: Yeah, I mean, how many five stars I have I've been to pick up? This, yeah.
1: I think there's five. They're they're tied uh, for the most five stars in this class. There you go. <laughs> so I mean, golly, now look, the 2025 class is going to be what is it, going to you, you're going to get a little more indication of how DeBoer is going to recruit. But mm-hmm. I mean that that dude's been working his tail off on the recruiting trail since he's been hired. Uh, he's been all over the state of Alabama, all over the state of Georgia, Florida, and and he's hired guys that that has just just a great a great staff, Jake. I mean, just, we, we talked about it on our last show the mix that he has has me excited.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandra says, "Do you think that Michael Way fits the new offense?" I'm not sure. Not sure what you.
1: I'm not sure, sure what the microwave is, Sandra. I know you probably yeah. meant something else, but yeah, yeah, we'll wait to, yeah. To hear what yeah, yeah that, hey, <laughs>
0: hey, autocorrect will we'll get you every single time. So, um, Bob says I'm shocked that how. Ha- I, I wonder if she's
1: talking about Milrow. Maybe I don't know. Maybe potentially. Um,
0: I don't that know, reman-
1: dude. I, I I don't know. The, the the QB thing has me. I don't know. I I can't wait to the spring. That's all I got to say. Yeah, spring we're going to find out a
0: lot, and through the summer, um, we've talked extensively about what Milro has to improve on. Yeah, um, we I really want him to improve on that. Uh, but there's guys, there's some of the guys behind him that that I feel like are just as good. It can be just as good as he as he he has been and lead us to where we want to go.
1: I, I want to get to this point from Bob. He says I'm shocked at how happy I am with the hire. I, I was talking with with a, with a friend at a local high school basketball game. The other night, and we we almost felt sacrilegious talking about how excited we were about the new era of Alabama football when, you know, we probably should be feeling a little more, I guess, upset or sad that Saban's gone. But man, I'm just about what's next. That's just my mentality. I've always had that type of mentality. I'm all about what what's the next challenge? What's the next next opportunity? And I'm excited about the Kalen DeBoer era of Alabama football. I really am. I think he has a chance to do some really good things. Uh look, is he going to replicate what Saban did? No. I mean, and if you expect that, I'm sorry you expect that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be shocked if, if DeBoer wins a couple championships as album as head coach. I will not be shocked. In fact, if he lasts for 17 years like Nick Saban, I would be shocked if he didn't have two. Right. But if you're expecting more than that, that's on you. It's going to be harder to win championships because of the 12-team playoff. You're going to be in in it or in the conversation just about every year, but it's going to be tougher to win those championships. But I'm excited about the future of Album football.
0: Oh, I, I am too, Stacy. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, G McMillro. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm I, really I, 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 uh, I'm really excited about about the future, like you said, Stacy. Uh. Kevin the board, uh, what he has done so far, like we said, recruiting, keeping keeping the pieces together, Absolutely. and has just he's just been all over the place, like you said, recruiting, uh, and and you know a, a, it's great to see he's come in and and he's his attitude about it. He's like, I'm going to be I'm going to be something, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm going to keep this program at the top where it's at, and uh, and continue to make it better now. Like you said, the expectations that's the biggest thing for for fans. If we're expecting six championships in 17 years, then we have way too high of expectations. <laughs> right. But I, I'm fine with two in 17 years if he stays that long.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, you just want to be in it. You want to be in right. the mix. I mean, yep. that's that you can't ask for much more than that. If you're Obviously, in the mix, you got a chance. Yeah. You just want a chance at the end. That's all you want. And, and, you know, w- when you have a chance at the end and you have elite players like album's going to have year in and year out then then it, it's going to it's going to happen every once in a while so yeah. just just excited about the future um you know and, and the fact that he the, the way he's kind of building his staff and you know he brings in the the recruiting director from nc state uh, yesterday mm-hmm. um was it J- Jatavius sanders or something like that i can't think yeah. of it but dude this guy has deep roots in the state of georgia mm-hmm. because he was a high school coach there for several years this this guy was, was a quarterback at NC State when Phillip Rivers was a quarterback down there. Um, but he helped uh, NC State bring in the best recruiting class they've had in like six or eight years. Mm-hmm. So this, the guy is a is a good coach and with a bright future. So DeBoer just continues to get the job done, man, and, and I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. You're talking about the staff that he's assembled. You know, he's got two former
0: high, head coaches – uh, on his staff so i'm um, i'm excited he 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 come in and that was the biggest thing about what what i heard from the outsiders was you know how is he going to build his staff because he's got to have people with with roots in the southeast and in the sec well he has done that yeah. he's brought in guys uh that have roots in the in the southeast really good roots in the southeast and he's also kept some of the 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 former players that were on the staff like haha and Josh Chapman he's got them around as well so they know about what it's like to to win and experience everything at alabama so I'm glad he kept those guys as well
1: yeah no doubt about it and 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 we'll learn more about what this staff can do on the recruiting trail with what kind of class they put together in 2025 but mm-hmm. Um, they, they've been, like you said, they've been making their rounds. They've been building relationships, you know, re-offering some guys that have been offered by the previous staff. So um, it, it'll be exciting to see what kind of class he can put together in 2025 because that's, what we're go- that's when we're going to find out, you know, how he can do. And, my gosh, I, I, I don't even want to bring it up. Did you see the ridiculous thing that Auburn put out on Twitter? Yeah, I saw. It. First of all, it's not even true. It's not true, the, yeah. They went to the trouble of making a graphic saying that Hugh Freeze put the best class together ever for a first-year head coach, and it wasn't even true. No. Brian Kelly, uh, I
0: think his first year finished fifth, I think.
1: Georgia was third yeah. the first year under Kirby Smart.
0: Right, yeah.
1: I, I just <laughs> – like, how can you – how can you be so out of – Touch? <laughs> out of touch with reality. I mean, they right. are completely out of touch with reality.
0: Right. And, I mean, I, I just – I I I don't know about about Hugh Freeze. I mean, he, you know, after the after they lost the the bowl game, he threw his offensive staff under, you know, under the bus, saying the game plan was terrible. I mean, that falls back on you as a head coach because, like we talked about, everything filters through through the head coach. So yeah. that, that is on you, not on the offensive staff.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and look. I'm not even trying to talk bad about Auburn. They put a great class together. You know, credit to who who frees for finishing inside the top ten. But if you're gonna go to the trouble to make a graphic bragging about how good your class was, at least at least have your facts together. Yeah, make sure it's factually correct. So I mean, good grief. That's that was just that was pitiful.
0: Yeah. Uh Sandra, I wanna go back to your comment real quick about Milro. I feel like if he does win the job, uh this system is really gonna, gonna fit him well. Um He's gonna to have to to learn something. I feel like Washington last year was more of a drop back top team, so he's going to, have to learn, I guess, to drop back a little bit. But Michael Pennant uh, didn't really use his legs often, but he, but I feel like Milrow, if he needs to, he he still will, and I think they'll give him the freedom to do that. I just hope that he can become more of a of a passer this year than what he has in the past
1: yeah i'm excited about the quarterback let's go and, and I don't know why people get all up in their feelings when we talk about a possible quarterback competition this spring why would you not want a quarterback competition right exactly you know what competition does it makes everybody better right so i I'm looking forward to 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 the quarterback competition because you know, all they're going to do is push each other, make each other better, and may the best man win. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's some walk-on to get off the street who happens to be the best guy for the job. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. Right. I trust Coach DeBoer, Coach Grubb, and those guys to to put the best guy out there to lead the team. And and what Coach Grubb and what Coach DeBoer do is they build an offense around the players they have. Mm-hmm. So the, the offense we saw for Washington in 2023 – is is not likely to look it's not likely what we're going to see in alabama in 2024 right because there's different dudes there so right i, I wouldn't expect that if, if if i was if i was out of alabama fans
0: absolutely uh rosemary said i can't wait until september to see what Bama does new coach and new staff coming in with new players the first three games will be a learning experience for them but come the fourth game which i think we talked about you know the fourth mm-hmm. game against georgia i think everything's going to be it's going to have to be rolling, you know, in all cylinders because Georgia's is going to be a tough out. Um, Devin, that's off topic. Where does Bill Belichick go? I don't know if he goes anywhere I, I, this year.
1: Yeah, I don't think he'll be coaching in 2024. Yeah, he may
0: may set out a year. I'm sure there'll be some other coaches fired, you know, in, in the end. Why NFL. don't he hang it up, Jake?
1: I mean, the dude's 72. Right. I mean, I don't Hang know. it up. Enjoy life like Saban. I mean, Saban's playing golf right now with 50 cents. <laughs>
0: I know, it, yeah. Yeah. He's living life right now, man. Yeah, I mean, somehow I want to ask you real quick, Stacey. I, I haven't exactly heard exactly what his role is. I know he does something with recruiting, but what is Courtney Morgan doing for you know? Is he part of the recruiting process? Yeah, I know he's like GM. I don't know exactly what a GM is in, in football, you know, because they had him it's
1: it's basically the same as as what it is for professional sports. I mean, okay. he is he kind of oversees. You know, putting the roster together. Okay. I think he helps putting uh, the staff together as well. He he kind of does it all. He has his okay. hands in a little bit of everything. So, and, and look, he helped build Michigan. He helped build Washington. So, I think Alabama fans should be excited about Courtney Morgan.
0: I am definitely excited. When he came out that plane with Ken boy I was like, yeah. oh, man,
1: that's, that's huge out there. No doubt about it. <laughs> Anybody got anything else before we hop off for the evening?
0: Oh, um, let's see. Alabama plays you said uh, in basketball. They play Georgia next.
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll be at Georgia on uh, Wednesday night.
0: You know, winning on the road in the SEC is kind of tough. So yeah, and you know, Georgia's I, good.
1: Georgia can score, so can. It's gonna it's gonna be a test for Alabama's defense.
0: Yeah. So hopefully they can they can get it get it rolling. And uh, one thing I want to say real quick, know we're getting closer to it, but uh, they've already had some some scrimmage and stuff. But I'm really excited to see what the baseball teams does mm-hmm. does this year. Rob Vaughn, I think he's gonna be a great hire when yeah, it's all been done. Yeah,
1: year one of the Rob Vaughn era of, of Alabama baseball. So certainly excited about that. Obviously, Patrick Murphy mm-hmm. uh, does a great job with the softball program. Shout out to the women's gymnastics team who continues to put together oh some wins gosh. here. Uh they beat they beat Florida in Gainesville mm-hmm. on Friday night. Uh so and Florida's the defending SEC champ, So big win there for the for the gymnastics gals. So excited about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Devin says, I noticed that UGA fans have adopted the term Gumps, one for our Alabama fans.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how we're, we're, I, I refer to Alabama fans as Gumps.
0: Right. You have Fogs, you have bogs, you, you know, and then you have the overall. Gumps
1: means style. you just love Alabama.
0: Period. Yep. But don't give
1: a piss about nothing but the tide. <laughs> what do you think of a not A-Day game? Oh, Boy, wow.
0: That would be awesome. There would be 100,000 people with that, no doubt about it.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm for it. I'm yeah, for it. I don't agree. think it'll happen, but I'm for it. That would be awesome. That is something else we have. We can talk about, you know, leading up to there is w- what is the format going to be like under Kalen deboer mm-hmm. for, for A-Day, you know, because Saban's kind of done it different. You know, a lot of programs give defenses points or whatever. I, I don't know. We'll see. Right. I've always liked the way Saban does it because it feels more like a real game. It does. Yep. But and, you know, deboer has got to do what he got what he wants to do. I mean, it's right. his, it's his program now.
0: Yep. David says, Ro tiefellas, thank thank y'all for the lives. You're you're welcome. I'm glad we we're able to do them.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And we'll be back real soon. It's just so hard right now with with schedules and my boys in, in the middle of tournaments for basketball. And you know, Jake Jake has a new baby. So time time is, is precious right now.
0: <laughs> yeah you know we you know a lot of these guys they they do it for for their living so we, we're not to that point yet i don't know if we ever will be we're thankful for what we got and i never would have thought would have been here but uh, uh to this point but uh you know we we do we have lives outside of this as well so you know we had to take care of our family life first
1: no devin mm-hmm. says looking like the kelsey brothers <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I don't have a beard well, like I'll, Jason, so <laughs> no, and I'm definitely not dating Taylor Swift, thank God. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, speaking of the Super Bowl, real quick, who real quick, who you think
0: who you think is gonna Well, I'm pull, pulling for the 49ers. Me too. I want Christian Caffrey to win one so bad. I really like Yeah, him.
1: and it's hard, it's hard not to pull for Brock Purdy. I was wanting it to I, my I wanted Detroit to win, but Me
0: too. Yeah. Um but Brock Purdy, I, I heard this, this morning on the on the radio. I thank forgot you. Thank you, Connie. He was Mr. Relevant. He was the mm-hmm. last pick in the draft. And now he's leading his team to the to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's incredible story for sure. I think he was like third on the roster on the in yeah. the depth
1: chart. So you know, I uh I want the 49ers to win it, but dude, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Dude, I mean Patrick I he, he he just wins, man. He just wins.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw something today that said that he is 0-2 against uh quarterbacks in his career uh that have been drafted in the sixth round later so what the hell is crazy stat is
1: that <laughs> i don't know i we just sure? saw it a while ago a- auburn didn't generate that stat did they <laughs> i don't know that, that's <laughs> that sounds like something they would come up with right
0: yeah but you know i, I think it's gonna be a good super bowl i do too uh, but i do too pa- patrick mahomes man he's Hey, he may—I not know know—he—he's—he's he's getting up there close to Tom Brady levels, you know. He's just yeah. That I good. think
1: I think if they if they win this year, mm-hmm. you can start talking about Mahomes and and Andy Reid is kind of that yeah Brady and Belichick top combo. For I agree. Sure. I agree, hundred percent. All right, guys. Hey, that's going to wrap up this episode of Tide Talk Live. Thank you so much for those who watched the, the the live show and joined us in the chat. If you happen to be watching the recorded version, please. Jump in the comments. Give us your thoughts on the show. Give us your thoughts on the football team, the basketball team, just whatever When in terms of album athletics. Certainly excited to talk about all those with you there in the comments section. Please do like, share, and subscribe. Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, part of the Believe Network. Uh, excited to be a part of that. Uh, been a lot of fun, Jake. Can't wait to be back here in a few days. But until then, guys, roll tide. Roll tide. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at slash goals24. Banking services and debit cards provided by the Bank Corp, Bank NA, or Stripe Bank NA members of Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of that, ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer.